Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, May 9th. And I don't want to start in a down mood because I think we just saw the best game of the playoffs. I mean, we're recording this just after Lakers-Warriors ended. If you're on the East Coast and you stayed up till, uh, what, 12.45 a.m., congrats to you. Just call in a little. Show up late for work. Does anybody work 9 to 5 anymore? Is that even a thing? You could just tell your boss... Whoever you report to, I had to watch Curry LeBron. This is historic stuff. And for, oh man, for the first time, uh, the Warriors are down 3-1 to LeBron and the Lakers after an epic game, not by Anthony Davis, who had good numbers. Anthony Davis was was solid. 23 of six, of 23 and 15 was a ghost in the fourth quarter. Not an epic game by LeBron James, 27 points on 25 shots. Not an epic game by Steph Curry, 31-point triple-double, but he only shot 12 of 30. But ladies and gentlemen, it was an epic game by straight-fire fan favorite Lonnie Walker in a performance, and I was talking with the producers before this. Yes, multiple guys. I'm on a bunch of text chains about the Lakers. Like, tonight was just one of those, like, you're just texting people as you're watching the game. I can't recall a performance like this where a guy who barely played in the last series against Memphis. And I had to look this up. Lonnie Walker, in the Memphis series, scored zero points until the blowout in Game 6 when the Lakers won by 40. That's when he scored in the Memphis series. He barely played uh, earlier in the series. Lonnie Walker was a total non-factor in Game 1. Did not even get on the court. 
In game two, he plays garbage time. In game three, Lonnie Walker has a good game. And I was like, my guy Lonnie Walker, I'm happy for him. Lakers got him in the trade from the Spurs. And folks, if you somehow went to bed early, you fell asleep, you had a date, you had an anniversary thing, you know, I listen, I get it, I've been there. You know, my wife's not here right now as I record this. She's upstairs, but I know what you guys have been through. But when you watch the highlights, you're not going to believe Lonnie Walker going toe-to-toe in the fourth quarter with Steph Curry. The greatest shooter on the planet, Steph Curry, is doing heroic things. He had a four-point play in the fourth. He had 10 points in the fourth. I don't want to hear people say, well, Steph Curry was out of gas. This is what happens when you play him so many minutes and you have him run the offense. No, 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 no. The Warriors played a great great game. They should have won this game. It should be 2-2 going back to the Bay. I, for one, do not think the series is over. I'll get to that shortly. But what we saw from Lonnie Walker was a guy who came off the bench when AD had nothing. AD took four shots in the second half. He was gassed. LeBron, his only offense was, let me try to hunt Steph Curry. And it worked a little bit. LeBron, hey, get to the free throw line, five of five for the line, two big free throw shots late. But LeBron couldn't make anything. It was Lonnie Walker who bailed out the Lakers. And in game three, I thought D'Angelo Russell's 21 points, the hot nine points in the first quarter to start the game. D'Angelo Russell got him going. Austin Reeves here in the third quarter kept the Lakers in it because the Warriors opened it up to, I think, 12. Curry, uh, the mitten, Gary Payton. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was okay, but mostly it was Curry really carrying this team, even though he didn't really show up uh, for, for the very end of the game, Curry was excellent in the third. The passing, he had 14 assists, 10 boards. Curry was everywhere. Dante DiVincenzo, I told you on the herd he was going to have a game. He had 10 points at 15 minutes. By the way, guy we're not going to talk about, <laughs> Jordan Poole. 0 for 4, 10 minutes. I think he played two minutes in the second half, maybe. So, all of a sudden, like, everybody's fatigued. You look at the shooting percentages. Clay Thompson was a disaster. We'll get to that. But essentially, Lonnie Walker stepped up to the table, said, I'm fresh as a daisy. I'm a young dude. I'm out here. I'm Lonnie Walker. I'm 24. Y'all got me from the Spurs. And J-Mac said months ago on straight fire, Lonnie Walker's the third best player in the Lakers. That was in the Russell Westbrook days. Then Rui Hachimura came over. Um, Schroeder's got healthy. Austin Reeves kind of blew up. And it was like, you know, D'Angelo Russell's there. It's like Lottie Walker's playing time diminished. And all of a sudden, Troy Brown was playing a lot. And I'm like, what the hell's Troy Brown doing out there? This guy's Jack. He misses every big shot he takes. Overrated. He seems like he's hot potatoing the ball. Sometimes, listen, if you've played in like a high-level basketball game, not that I've played in high-level games, but when you're on the court with big-time players who are super better than you, you get a little nervous. I feel like Troy Brown is super nervous with the ball. Lonnie Walker under control, cooking up Chef Curry. And in the fourth quarter, he goes off. Lonnie Walker had just an unbelievable fourth quarter. The man scored, just to get the exact numbers, 6 of 9, 15 points in the fourth quarter. The Golden State Warriors scored 17 in the fourth quarter. And that was the game. The Lakers should have lost this game, and Lonnie Walker bailed out LeBron and AD. It's fine. D'Angelo Russell, listen, water finds its level. D'Angelo Russell, 1 of 10. Basically, they were like, sorry, D'Angelo, Lottie's cooking. You're going to have to take a seat. And I don't know that Russell played in the fourth. Um, I'm fairly certain Lonnie Walker just stayed on the court. It was Walker, Schroeder, and this is a great stat I saw. Um, I don't remember who put it out there. Walker, LeBron, and AD 
Austin Reeves and Dennis Schroeder. Are you ready for this? They played a total of 39 possessions this season. 39! (laughs) That's insane. That's like a half of basketball. The entire season together. And they closed for the Lakers and won the game and put the defending champion Warriors on the brink. Now, the reason I do not believe this is over is because of what you saw from LeBron and AD in the fourth quarter. They were out of it. They had nothing left. And in a rare moment of candor from LeBron, I'm talking extreme candor, in the interview with Chris Haynes after the game on the court, LeBron, you know, he's getting the questions, and he's like kind of side to side just gassed. You could just tell. His answers are short. They're not LeBron. like next. He's like a coherent, smart individual, thinking next level. He was exhausted. And he ends up cutting the interview short and says, uh, hold on, I wrote the exact words down here. Let me just get it for you. He cuts the interview short saying, I got to get the hell out of it. Oh, I'm tired as hell, man. Get the hell out of here. Like, oh, no, sorry. Tired as hell, man. Get out of my face. Now, he's laughing when he says this, but this was real. LeBron was gassed. His only offense was trying to go at Steph Curry in the fourth. And I get it. He's out of, he, he, the guy's 38 years old. LeBron, 43 minutes. AD, 43 minutes. Now, here's where it gets interesting. And why I don't think the series is over. I am of the belief the Warriors will go home. The role players, Andrew Wiggins did not play well, guys. He had some open looks, two open looks for three. Because AD was guarding Wiggins. And AD needed to stay in the paint because the Warriors were running a layup line in the first half. It was all layups. and it, I mean, Warriors points in the paint, I think was up. they were up 10 at the half and points in the paint. It was extended to like 16 in the third quarter. They were getting layups because they pulled AD out. They put him in action seemingly every play. Steph Curry's just going at him, pick and roll, cooking him, and they're getting layups. That's leading to the 14 assists. And now you got one day off, Bay Area, and now you got to play game five when you're exhausted. So I'm not of the belief that the Lakers will punt game five, but I am on a Lakers text chain, and my buddy says, Crazy. LeBron and AD not traveling to San Francisco like he was reporting it. Uh, He's a big-time Laker fan, huge Kobe guy. I've coached with him before, just super nice guy. And there is a thought that, like, listen, AD has not played more than 20 consecutive games in the regular season. I don't know that he's done that, I think, since the bubble, since he got to the Lakers. Like, he doesn't play this many games. We're putting big minutes on him. I'm not even kidding. When I say Darvin Ham, who's pushed all the right buttons back in L.A., Darvin Ham needs to seriously consider, like, hey, I'm not overtaxing these guys. It's going to be very difficult to close out the Warriors. Now, the Warriors are old. Clay's old. Curry's old. But this idea that the Lakers can win game five, just forget about it. Just forget it. And, and I know that's tough to tell. It's like tanking in the NFL. Like, imagine telling a coach, hey, we're going to sit all our stars, go out there and lose the game. Like, no coach wants to do that. No players, by the way, these guys who come out in the NFL, like who are getting thrust into a tank, a quote unquote tank situation, they're not tanking. These guys are playing for contracts. I'm trying to impress you guys, but also put out tape out there for the everybody else. So another team could come get me. Like this idea that the Lakers are going to tank, that's not real. However, I'm not force feeding AD, you know, 20 of 24 minutes in the first half. That's just not happening. That's a good way to get this guy hurt. That's a good way to get the series blown. So I think you take it easy, you be realistic, and 
as soon as this gets away from the Lakers in Game 5, and it will, the Warriors will win Game 5. You can take that to the bank. I would not be surprised to see. Let me see if there's a line out. Uh, Again, the game just ended, so it's unlikely they already have a line. But for the Wednesday game, oh, they do have a line. Okay, here we go. Warriors six and a half, or it opened at six. It's already up to six and a half, and the game ended like 20 minutes ago. This will get probably close to eight, and I think the Warriors win handily by double figures. So then it comes down to game six, and can Golden State get the win? And I think unequivocally the answer is yes. Now, I know Rob G is going to disagree with me vehemently, but before we get to Rob G, I just need to point out, this is how close the Warriors were winning, and I, and I charted all this because I'm a total nerd when it comes to the game. Clay, who had had a terrible game, hits a three from the corner with 301 left, and the Warriors are up three. 99-96. In the final three minutes, the Golden State Warriors had one basket, a Steph Curry layup. And part of the reason is shot selection. Clay hits that three, and remember, his dad, Michael Thompson, played for the Lakers. Clay's back at home in LA, and Clay on the next possession takes a horrendous. I didn't think the shot clock was winding down that low. Now, maybe I'm wrong. It seemed like there were at least five seconds left on the shot clock. Check me on that, Rob G. Clay jacks one, and I'm talking, he wasn't even set or anything, and you could just tell that's way off. It's a brick, bounces out, and, you know, it, it just, they, they, Lakers get the ball. The next time down the court, Clay is like, oh, I got it, I got it, and he jacks another one. Now, this one was within range. It was a better shot, but still not a good shot. It's early in the shot clock. You're like, what are you doing? So the next time they get the ball, they're down three. Curry gets the layup. And this is where the game essentially was lost. And I know people are going to draw comparisons to what happened with Curry against Kevin Love in the 2016 finals. It ain't that, okay? Essentially, Lakers got Anthony Davis stranded on an island with Curry. They could have run a double. They did not. As LeBron said after the game, AD is the best player in the league. Defensively, AD... Is a, is a damn good defensive player. I don't know if he's the best. Um, he actually had zero blocks, which I think speaks. Uh, you know, the guy's blocking shot like three, four, five shots every game. He had zero when the Warriors were in a layup line. He's tired, man. So Curry you got what you want. Curry loses the ball a little bit. He picks it back up, and he, he makes a move, and he misses a two-pointer. That was makeable, but, it you know, again, over AD. This is a 6'11 guy with a massive wingspan. Draymond, though, gets the board over Schroeder, kicks it back out to Curry, who then takes another deep three. And all the people online that I see are like, oh, come on, that's a terrible shot by Curry. No, 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 stop. He just watched his teammate, Clay take two bad, forced hero ball threes. What do you expect him to do? Wiggins in the fourth quarter, I don't have the numbers, Rob, but Wiggins in the fourth quarter, I feel like, missed his last two threes, may have missed his last three shots. So Wiggins is cold. He only ended up, 6 of 14. Clay, 3 of 11. Combined, that's 9 of 25. If I'm Curry, I'm going down swinging. And I got no problem with his final two shots. None at all. Both of them miss. And that's the game. Like, that's how close this was. And I will still say, given the age situation with LeBron, given the injury history of AD and what AD did in the second half answer nothing. I will lean on the Golden State Warriors to st- I, listen, I'm not I don't want my prediction to be right. Well, you want to be right, but I'm not I'm not saying this because of that, but I don't believe the Warriors are over. And I'll remind you, Rob, before you come at me. I'm just going to say 
The Warriors have not lost a series in the postseason to a team in the Western Conference since, I think, 2014. And I think it was a seven-game series to the paperclips because I had picked the Warriors to win that series because the year before they won the first round and then lost in the second. And I, I was like, that's when I got the Curry bandwagon starts filling up. It's like Splash Bros. And they lost. I'm almost certain it was to the Clippers in seven. And that was the last time they lost a series in the West. And... I, I don't believe it's over. I obviously want the series to go seven. However, we all know game seven will be on Mother's Day. Now, I do not currently have plans on Friday, <laughs> which would be game six in L.A. Um, all right, Rob, I've rambled long enough. I, I still have more more in the tank. I got, Listen, I got I, unlike AD, I got more in the tank. Uh, and we haven't even got to uh, Nick's heat, which eh, whatever. But uh, Rob G, Lakers fan, I know you're geeked. I know you're stoked. Have you bought the Western Conference Championship Oh, wait, this is only the semifinals. Or are you penciling a win over Denver? Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. 
So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You know, I, I didn't want to say that I'm going to count my chickens before they hatch, but I am framing those Lakers 20 to 1, Lakers 22 to 1, Lakers 27 to 1 tickets that I have Ooh. from BetMGM. They're going to be okay. sitting there next to my bed every night so I can stare at them and count the money that's coming my way here in a couple of weeks. Look, Steph Curry was awesome. Like, he was incredible. Uh, he, I said before the game, it was going to be either the LeBron James game or the Steph Curry game, and there was going to be no in-between. It was going to be one of these two guys is going to be the reason why their team wins. And for 45 minutes, it was the Steph Curry game. Yeah, okay. And this is the drawback to running that style of play with him that long and for that much, you know, it wasn't just that he played. I think he finished with, what, 43 minutes in the game? 42 minutes, uh, 31 points on 30 shots. Right. So it wasn't just that he played them because, I mean, LeBron and AD were right there with him. It's that the minutes he played were heavy minutes. It was he has the ball every time down the floor. He's involved in every action. And if he's not, he's coming off of a bunch of screens and, and pin downs and flares to get the ball in shooting position. On the flip side, shout out to Lonnie Walker, by the way. Don't call him Lonnie Walker the first, second, or third because he didn't shoot in the first three quarters. It's only the fourth. He's Lonnie the fourth for a reason. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But once Lonnie started to get going there in the fourth quarter, it was either Lonnie going at Steph Curry or it was screen get LeBron going at Steph Curry. So I think that there's a reason why Steph. I'm not going to say he melted down there in the last. That was not. That was. I will not. I'm not going to say he melted down. But I think there's a reason why. He was short on both of those shots against AD. One of them was a little off to the left as well. And I think he had a mental brain fart when he had that turnover off the jump ball. Because they still had a timeout. He could have easily called a timeout. But I think Steph was worn down by then. And I don't blame him for it because he was far and away the best player on the floor all night. He was the reason they were in that position to begin with. And it just kind of sucks that that had to happen to him. As, even as a Laker fan, it was great to see us win. It sucked to see that he did everything he could to get them back to 2-2 and give himself a chance to win the series. And it comes down to two missed shots over a big, which he should have been able to blow by, in my opinion, in, in a normal situation in that well, earlier in the remember, game. remember, the last time he attacked the rim, he got by uh, Schroeder, and LeBron came and got the block from behind. Right. Um, so I and he had but, had that what, happen in the series, right? So I think if this is like the ten minute mark of the fourth quarter, he blows right by AD. That that's just my opinion. So it sucks that had to happen to him. On the flip side, look, the, the Lakers in six has been preordained, you know, for at least a week and a half now. So I don't know why you're trying to pimp out this Warriors in seven conversation. But I, I mean, listen, you're probably right, uh, but it. <laughs> I just like I, I, I know I, I know Steph's your guy. I know that yes, you guys yes, ran twos at the local LA we, Fitness we one time, not, and you were giving do. these randos the work. And I understand that, but these are not your older brother's Golden State Warriors. Kevin Durant well, not is Clay not walking like through this. that door, yeah. right? Even you know, uh, Game Six Clay is only available like you know once a series rather than every other game. Um, there is no bench mob with Barbosa and Livingston and Iguodala anymore. This isn't even last year's Warriors team where Jordan Poole could give you, you know, pieces of good play. 
But you know, I will say this. But Poole came in and he made like two awesome passes. There was a no look that somebody blew uh, on a layup, um, and then he did have a good assist. But then he had a couple turnovers, and it was clearly in his head. He was barely shooting, and it was like, oof. Like, and then I, when he was shooting, he has some of the worst shot selection. Yeah, listen, like off, this side of Nick Young. Like, oh, that, you like, call him Nick Young? Nick no, Young was I'm, never I, a twenty I, million I'm dollar a year guy. I'm saying that he needs to understand what his role is on that team. Get buckets. And the, That's his the only role. the only guy who has the carte blanche to take those kind of shots, no questions asked, no matter where you are in the shot clock or who's guarding you, is Steph Curry. You just ripped Clay Thompson for taking two bad shots, which I agree they were bad shots. One of them was with 12 seconds left on the shot clock, which you had no reason to take a follow-up. Oh, it was 12 them. seconds left? 12 seconds left on one oh, of them. Oh, my gosh. So I now understand I'm even that. more pissed. But the difference between Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole is Clay Thompson at least has a history. He has a catalog. He has an index of shots like right. that that I, have gone yeah. in. No, that's fair. Jordan but again, Poole he's shooting in the fourth. Poole's yes. jacking in like the second quarter, which I'm fine with. Um, quick side note, Rob, uh, and this is not really pertaining to the game. Gary Payton Jr. had an incredible um, showing, I thought, for most of it. Now, Moses Moody closed over Payton because Moody's a better shooter. Moody, Moody looked good. He could play. Did you see Gary Payton Jr. at one point in, I think it was the second quarter, vomit in his mouth on the court and then keep it in? The whole play, and I'm almost vomiting. Like I'm one of those weirdos who, if there's like a vomit situation, I can't look at the person, or be around it, or I will vomit. Um, Gary Payton throws up in his mouth and then saves it, and then it goes out. At, like after he goes to the bench, it's like Bleh! it is one of the grossest things. Like football players vomiting is nasty. I don't know what happened. Um, with with Payton, but he vomited. You can look up the video on social media. It's crazy. Uh, one more Lonnie Walker number for you. I said he had 15 points and the Warriors had 17 in the fourth. Lonnie Walker had as many baskets in the fourth quarter, six, as the Warriors did. It's insane. Try to wrap your head around that. Like if, if if someone was in a coma for like, I don't know, six months, and you said... Lonnie Walker was the hero of game four of Warriors. You'd be like, who? The guy on the Spurs? What? Lonnie Walker? I, I was, was out I, of the league. That's that, that probably one of your first responses. I mean, I had to look him up. You know, this is weird. Um, I had to look him up on social media because I wanted to follow him, and I, then I started to, and he had, like, the dreads, and I didn't understand what that was all about, and then he shaved them off, and I guess he went through some personal stuff. Do you know or no? I, I did not know. Okay. I so, honestly didn't follow him at all until they got to the Lakers. So at the, well, before the bubble, but during COVID, he revealed he was the victim of abuse by family members when he was a kid. And he had grown out his hair as a coping mechanism. So he decided to cut his hair um, in d- during, right after COVID happened. It was like in the summer, I think before the bubble, um, to shed, uh, the quote is to shed my skin mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Like I- I'm rooting for that. I- I- as soon as that happened, I was like, that's weird. Whoa. And then you read his story and you're like, man, what a guy. You're rooting for Lonnie Walker. Like I, I know Lakers fans, he's a hero. He's never paying for a drink again. I saw some silly, funny tweets. Like this is an iconic NBA moment. Like, Especially, Rob, if the Lakers end up going through to like the finals and winning it or something crazy. Um, he's going to be remembered like historically that this game, I would assume, I guess 10, 11 million viewers on TV. Um, I think I saw 7 million viewers for game one or something. But this was like Monday night, nothing else going on. 
and Lonnie Walker goes off in the fourth quarter of a close game against with Steph Curry and LeBron on the court. It was just like so good. Well, I, I, I don't know. I really more, I got some it. more Lonnie Walker stats. Like, I mean, the good thing about recording immediately after the game is they start pouring in as you're talking. So you mentioned that he had uh, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, zero points, zero field goal attempts, by the way, and finished the fourth quarter with 15. He is now the third player since 2000 to score 15 points in the fourth quarter of a playoff game after not taking a shot in the first three quarters. Can I guess the other two? Wait, hold on. Go for it. Do I have any chance of guessing them? No. Are they still in the league? One of them is. Is, oh, Uh, is he still in the playoffs? No. The one you're not going to get is Todd Day. Oh my gosh, Todd (laughs) Day Day. Come on, Arkansas legend. I'll guess Giannis is the other? No. Now, hold up, hold up. It's got to be a guy who's, who's not going to score very much. Oh. I'll give you a hint. He's a former Laker. All-star? Like half the league. No. Russell Westbrook? No. He's not an all-star. So no. Half the league is former Lakers. <laughs> they are. Uh, I give up. Ivica Zubats. What? He had 15 yes, in the fourth quarter in of a playoff 2019 game? against the Warriors. And then here's the, this is the other one. This is why they call him. Oh, wait, him hold Walker. up, hold up. 2019, that was the paper clips that were the heart and hustle, right? Yes. The, the Montrez Harold Pat uh, Pat yes, Pat Bev against, Lou, against Lou Will. Kevin Durant where they won two games against Kevin Durant you thought they won the championship yeah and then they went to the bubble and they were like a total disaster the year after. And it was, yeah, yeah 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 okay good okay but, Zubats and Todd Day was the other one that's Man, right I love Todd Day in college but now I'm dating myself anyway and, and this is my favorite Lonnie Walker is that before we move on Lonnie Walker the fourth he's the fourth for a reason has scored forty four points in the playoffs this year thirty nine of those have come in the fourth quarter. That's the definition of clutch. I mean, one of them was a blowout, you know, game yeah. two. But um, shout out to Lonnie the fourth. Yeah. Um, I, I just one other question. Like, you think the series is over? I'm sure a lot of people do. I saw Lakers as high as five fifty to win the uh, to win the uh, series. Like, that's not a major shocker. But I would take a look at what the Warriors are and just give a shot. Um, I am curious. What does? Like the Lakers, let's say they beat the Warriors in this series. Does this do any damage to the Curry legacy? Or are you of the belief like me, once you get to a certain level, you can't damage your legacy. You can only improve it. Like Kevin Durant, even if they lose to the Nuggets, I don't think it hurts his legacy. He's already cemented top 15 player all time. All he can do is get better. He's got his resumes enough. Obviously, I feel the same way about Curry. He's not like dropping out of the top 10 because they lose to the Lakers. Even if the Lakers don't win the title. Um, I don't know. I, it just, I, I'm not, I don't think like Curry's to blame. People love to play the blame game. I think Clay will get a lot of blame tomorrow when this gets uh, uh, open. And I, I just Draymond don't think this, for that turnover will get, get a lot of blame uh, as well. Yeah, what, what is he doing? We didn't even talk about that. Like Draymond, down three, they call timeout. And they come out of it, and instead of like Curry getting the ball and going to work, they're like, oh, we'll run a play, get two, and then foul or whatever. Lakers, by the way, didn't miss a free throw, 20 of 20. And Draymond just drives. He didn't have the angle to score on Schroeder. I saw some people like, oh, he should have just taken the layup. He, he, he didn't have the angle there. Well, the Schroeder play was played, designed for Clay Thompson. Of all uh, three, The three in the corner? The three in the corner. Yeah, they the didn't leave play. him. Yeah, they're yeah. smart. They're like, oh, Draymond, we'll give you the two, fine. Right. And they're, they're hugging up Clay. Um I just like go, go, going down swinging with my with my superstar, so I would have had no qualms if Curry was jacking another three there. And frankly, I would have thought it was going in because I think every Curry shot's going in. Um, Curry is now tied for the most 30-point triple-doubles in the playoffs. LeBron first, 
Oscar second, Russ with six, Curry, Harden, and Jokic with three. Um, Jokic may uh, put some separation between him and, and the chef tonight. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's too early to get into Lakers Nuggets, but I have to ask, would you rather face, as a Lakers fan, the Nuggets, Jokic, Murray, Porter. Lakers beat them in the bubble. AD, I thought, did well against Jokic. Um, This Nuggets seems definitely better than the one in the bubble. Or the Suns, who probably would get Chris Paul back. I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, KD and Booker, who you really have nobody to match up with. I would rather face Denver. Yeah, I think even though even though I think Denver is better than Phoenix, I think that as we're seeing in these playoffs, 
none like we mentioned yesterday, I don't think any of these teams are markedly better than the rest of the field. I like, think Boston's it, still still considerably better than anyone in the East. Really? Yeah. Why? I, well, I mean, they, their they ceiling, just, I agree, is probably higher. They've just higher screwed around them. late in games. They screw around with everybody. Yeah, but That's they, the problem. I think their margin of victory in the series, they're like plus minus. The, I think the Sixers are like plus. Or if Sixers are minus 41 because they got blasted in game two and then they lost by double digits at home in game three. They just got lucky James Harden threes. And and I know somebody will call me unlucky, but I got this stat. I, I'm not exactly where, but I wrote it down on my phone. Hold up. James Harden in his playoff career was one of 10 on threes in the last 30 seconds to go ahead, excluding you're stripping out the blowout games, three-pointers, who cares? Coming into the series, he was one of 10 on those three-pointers. In this series, he's two of two. <laughs> like, again, 10% in clutch shots in James Harden playoff career from three, and all of a sudden he's two of two. That's the only reason this isn't a sweep. I still think the Celtics had them handily. I think they're the best in the East by far. I think they'll be fine against Miami. Miami's just overachieving, and the Knicks are a disaster. Do we even need to talk about the Knicks' heat game? Like, it's just not a fun watch. The Knicks are disappointing. Thibodeau really irks me with his rotations. And, and like he, Randall already threw in the towel, it feels like. What'd he say? Yeah, like he said, maybe they want it more than we do. It's like, bro, if that's what your your comment is after game four, down three one, heading back home for game five. I mean, I mean Randall wasn't terrible. All these Knicks fans are pissed at me because I had said Randall was a better Nick than Carmelo. And by the way, they've won the same amount of playoff series. In New York, 1-1, and Mello was there way longer. Randall wasn't awful. I mean, the six turnovers were not great. Fouling out, not ideal. But 29-3, and three, like 20 points, 9 boards, 3 assists. He wasn't bad. Brunson was good. They just, for whatever reason, when it matters, Miami's just way better. Miami grabbing every offensive board. Kyle Lowry chipping in 15 points. How the hell is Kyle Lowry scoring 15 points? You know? Bam Adebayo seems to have woken up. That's not good news. 23-13. and 13. Max Struess cooking like I just the fact that the Knicks are losing to these guys um is stunning and oh by the way Rob you remember Obi Toppin in game one I was like why is he shooting all these these shots Obi Toppin I think at 11 three-point attempts in, in game one Obi Toppin played six minutes like Thibodeau has basically said we, we can't win with you and you know the injury to um quickly uh, obviously not ideal they had to play McBride there a little bit Josh Hart in a tough spot. I, the Knicks are done. I mean, maybe they win game five, but uh, short of Jimmy Butler leaving the series injured, and oh, by the way, he doesn't miss free throws, 27, 10, and six. Like, Jimmy Butler is amazing, and he'll give Tatum and company problems, especially if that series goes long. But ultimately, we're seeing another Heat Celtics final in the East. I think this will be their third straight Eastern Conference final matchup. Second or third. No. They definitely battled it'll be, last it'll be year. Two. It'll be okay. two that they faced they, off I in the, think in the they finals. played in the bubble. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, they did. Are right? you Tatum sure? Had a, didn't Tatum get blocked in the bubble? Was that the Bam out of bio one finger block? It might have been. Ah, my memory. It, listen, it's late. My memory, baby. All these years kind of blend together, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, I just... I, I, so I will admit, obviously, I live in LA. I like the Lakers. I root for the Lakers. But my guy's Curry. And I, I really like Curry. Him out of the postseason would kind of stink. But also losing LeBron and AD would kind of stink. And I would have no chance to go to any games in the next round. So uh, I'm hopeful. Uh, let's quickly. I got to get to bed here. Uh, let's quickly 
get to tonight's games, um, the lines, I haven't bet anything yet just because I, I, you know, I don't really have a read on Phoenix, Denver. I think Denver wins at home. Um, but are they going to cover five and a half? And like, I like Boston. Seven and a half kind of feels like a big number. I don't like these big spreads. By the way, Lakers were two, Lakers were three point favorites. Not a bad job, Vegas. But it got bet down to two and a half. A lot of Warriors money. Lakers cover barely, barely. Um, so I, I I think Boston wins tonight. I'd like to say handily, but I'm not betting it yet. And I think the Nuggets win. I going against Kevin Durant. I had some guy on social media Rob, telling me hey, you got to bet Devin Booker under Game Five. I'm like, really? The guy's shooting like 79% in his last two games, and you're going to get in front of that freight train? I, I don't think Booker can keep it up, but under? I don't know. Uh, any leans, Robin, in the game fives in uh, Phoenix, Denver, Philly, Boston? This is going to be like a little bit of a cop-out, but like you, I'm not really feeling either of the spreads in this game or either of these games. So if I were to bet, one thing I would do, though, is I would do money line, and I would parlay it, though, Celtics, Nuggets, Straight up wins, yeah. Not the uh, not the not best pay, odds right? you could get, but yeah. I would. Uh, that's what I would do. Um, uh, just this is from one of our former guests, Ka- Cameron Salerno, who covers the Kings. Jordan Poole's contract, four years, hundred and twenty eight million. So actually, he's not a twenty year guy. He's like 30, 32. Malik Monk's contract, two years, nineteen point four million. And if you looked at their stats in the playoffs. Malik Monk is their guy. Now, Rob, I, I don't want to crush Jordan Poole here, but in the reality of the NBA, like they had to pay him or they were going to lose him, right? Somebody would have paid him. But you, they, they could not like lowball Jordan Poole. Did they overpay him? Yeah, but you had to keep him. Otherwise, you're going to lose him. And like, you know, Curry's had some injuries. He's getting old. Poole played well with him last year. I, I I don't know. I, I can't crush the Warriors for paying Jordan Poole. Not yet, at least. You can. I mean, look, my Jordan Poole take from last week is aging like fine wine. He is going to be the reason why this Warriors dynasty breaks up. Not all of it is his fault, but he is ultimately going to be at the epicenter of why. It's the punch and that what it caused to their team chemistry. And again, that's Draymond's fault more than that's his fault. It's the contract, which again, you brought it up. It's not his fault they gave him $128 million. Like, that's Bob Myers and, and Joe Lacob for giving him that kind of money off of basically one good season. And last but not least, it's the inconsistency, which is his fault. It's, it's the no defense. It's the terrible shot selection. And so you bring all those things together, those three things together, and they're not going to be able to pay everybody. So Draymond and Clay, this might be the last ride, you know, for that trio together. Yeah. I know that Steve Kerr loves Clay. He was defending him in the postgame. And I know a lot of Warriors fans love Clay, and I get it. It's been a really tough playoffs for Clay Thompson. He's starting to look his age. Now, one argument is like, hey, man, he's had two major surgeries. He's 33. You've got to let him stick it out. Do you really? I don't know. If, he, if he's not willing to come in on some kind of team-friendly deal, and I don't think he is. Then but he I shouldn't ulti- be. He shouldn't be. Well, we're not paying you for what you did in the past. That's what the Lakers that, screwed e- up with Kobe. Even, even right now, if you're Clay Thompson, there is no way you can come in and say, well, yeah, I know that you gave Jordan Poole four years, 128, so I'll take less than that. 
There is no world where Jordan Poole should be getting paid more money than Clay Thompson. Yeah, but we and, say that about this uh, about NFL quarterbacks all the time. And I know these guys are on the same team, but like, you know, pretty soon, like in a couple months, Patrick Mahomes is going to look underpaid when Justin Herbert gets his new deal. And like, that's kind of the way it is. That's what the market said at the time. You needed to pay Poole. Now, Clay's coming off a bad postseason. And his bad postseason is better than Jordan Poole's postseason. It is. Correct. And guess what? They're losing in the second round, so who cares? So I I, I mean, listen, I I wouldn't come back and say, hey, Clay, we're lowballing you. But I would say, listen, we'll give you some kind of team-friendly deal, but we can't go $35 We just can't. It doesn't make sense for us. And then you talk about— I think he wants like $45 though. Oh, what? He said he wants a max, reportedly. Wow. Uh, a max for Clay the Thompson. The dynasty is crumbling million? before our eyes, man. It's going to be. It ain't great. over. Well, yeah, listen, Rob, we need to file some of this away, just like the Lonnie Walker takes <laughs> from uh, back in the day. Um, all right, folks, that's a long podcast after the, I'm going to say stunning, surprising Lakers win. It was surprising because Lonnie Walker went off, but two good games tonight. I would, you know what? I think ultimately, I changed my mind a little bit. I'm going to bet Denver to cover the spread. Um, I think they go home. Short rest for um, Phoenix. Aging stars. I don't think Landry Shamet is pulling a, a friggin' Lonnie Walker. By the way, uh, interesting. <laughs> Sunday, Landry Shamet, 12 in the fourth quarter. Monday, Lonnie Walker goes off in the in the fourth for the Lakers. I don't know. Who's who's the guy tonight, Rob? You, you want to pick great? Is this tonight a great Williams game? No, no. The, the <coughs> It has to be the underdog. Well, Lakers are favored. But you know what I mean. We need like an unsung hero off the bench. Who you got for Philly going off tonight? Um, oh, Paul geez. Reed? Paul Reed? Big fan of B-Ball <laughs> Paul, man. Um, can, can Tobias Harris, can it be a Tobias Harris? I mean, no, he makes like a like He's making like $35 million, million a year. Stop what, it. I mean, he doesn't really do a whole lot these days. So, I mean, you're running out of options. I mean, Tyrese Max, he's too good of a player, so he can't really be him. Uh, let's see. Nobody here. on the Sixers. If anything, T- it would be. It's going to be the TJ Warren game. I'm calling it. Like bubble TJ Warren, he's bubble just gonna go TJ off. is going to make a resurgence. I, I predict, um, yeah, Nugget, Nuggets are winning this game. I, I'm, I'm, I'm back in the Nuggets. All right, guys, talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage. The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.